Hey, you know, when you have a podcast about trying to help people all over the country buy a home? No, you don't. That's what I do. Guess what everyone says to me? Hey, David, I got this new job. Okay, so it's a really cool job. I'm going to make like uh, $62,000. So how much home can I buy? Seriously, that happens to me like every day. So I'll tell you what, I'll answer your question. Yes, you curious public. How much do you need to make to figure out how much of a home you can afford? Let's do it. is happening my how to buy a homies this is the how to buy a home podcast i'm your host david sedoni this is the podcast created by me a pissed off realtor who in my own job saw that home buyers especially first time home buyers were consistently getting screwed by the system they were consistently uninformed which was no fault of their own see they were being given either straight up wrong advice or mostly just not even talked to, completely ignored by industry pros. So I learned that it wasn't just my folks here in Southern California, but people all over the place that were being underserved. And because of that, there are a bunch of people that are clueless. Again, no fault of their own, walking around, trying to figure out the answer to the question, how much home can I afford? So today we're going to educate, empower, maybe even matchmake for some of you get you to a unicorn team so you can confidently get the answer to that question and get yourself a nice guided plan with a professional, someone that's going to help you figure out what that journey is for you. Maybe now, maybe that journey is going to mean you're not going to do this for a couple of years, but I can help you out, help you find your own Sherpa, your own Yoda, your own Dumbledore, except without the whole dying and replacing and then actually fictionally dying at the end too. That's a lot of dying for one character that's supposed to be like your guide. Okay, let's get to the question. How much money do you need to make to buy how much home? All right, I'm not going to tease you. I'm going to give you those numbers right now under one mandatory condition. You have to, I mean, you must, you have to listen to the rest of the podcast after I give you the formula. I mean, this is going to be a requirement no getting the numbers turning me off and just bailing. There is so much more to every single individual person's story than just a simple equation. This is where I have to insert the legal mumbo jumbo. This is how serious I am about it. So hang on. I'm going to get a little more formal. Okay, so now for those of you listening in your ear holes and not watching the video right here, uh, I actually took off my T-shirt and I'm wearing a shirt with a collar. This is the serious part. All information disseminated by Mr. Sedoni is an approximation based on current market conditions and the interest rates as of January 2023, under the assumption that the buyer or borrower has no extenuating circumstances affecting approval. And you all have extenuating circumstances. So, yeah, I'll give you the numbers, but this is a guide. It's meant to enlighten you, help you understand that you're probably a lot closer than you think. Or maybe it lets you know that you have a lot of work to do, maybe on your salary or many of the other things that come into play when you're trying to figure out what your approval is for. Either way, figuring this all out will help you set your goals. Now, again, you are required, required to listen to the remainder of the podcast after I give you this monstrously basic formula to figure out how much you need to make and how much home you can buy.
So against my better judgment, I'm just going to give this to you immediately without any precursor explaining everything that actually goes into figuring out what your home approval is. In this example, I'm even going to give it to you in some very basic round numbers. Okay, so let's say you make $120,000. What? Sidoni, what's simple about that? Think about it. $120,000 per year. Come on, come on. 12 months. Yeah, everything in real estate is monthly. So I'm just going to do $120,000 and then we'll get to it. All right. Don't worry. The numbers are going to come easy because at $120,000 per year, it's $10,000 per month. And your approval is based on your monthly numbers. Everything's pertaining to monthly numbers. And it starts with your gross numbers. That's pre-tax monthly numbers. In this example, that would be $10,000 a month. So it's easy to work with. I try to make sure that everyone understands. I even don't like people focusing on purchase price. If you say, oh, I can afford a $400,000 home. I actually prefer my people to, to do the calculations and figure out, oh, okay, uh, for me, what I'm approved for, I'm approved for $2,280 a month. And based on current market conditions, that means that's a $400,000 home. Do you see the difference? Okay, back to the simple basic formula, $120,000 in income. Either you on your own, or that $120,000 can be a combination. Usually it's combined with just one partner or whoever you want to include into the home purchase. Sometimes that $120,000 could be a combination of three people's salary. Either way, $120,000, $10,000 a month. Now lenders, what they do is they underwrite. That means they create an approval for you based on different debt to income ratios. And then they have to punch in everything else about you. And those are a gajillion factors. But in this case, what we're going to do is take the max debt to income ratio for 46%. Now I use the 46% number because that's the highest FHA limit. And in fact, if you use a conventional loan, notice I said limit, you can get up to 49%. Should everybody do 46%? No, maybe not. But what we'll do is we'll stick with the 46% to let you know what you could do in this incredibly basic formula. And as with all of these formulas, uh, you're going to want to figure things out for yourself. And I found that with some pretty basic planning and understanding of what's going on, people actually tend to be more in the high 30s to low 40s to some of them even around that 46%. And they do not end up house poor because they're still going to come out mathematically much better than if they ended up renting for years and years and years, trying to get that percentage to be far lower than 46%. Did you hear me, Dave Ramsey? And this isn't me just speaking trying to get you to come to a seminar to learn about buying a house. This is because I've done it. I've seen the math and I know how it works. You could always go lower if you like, and many people do choose to do that. I give my listeners and all my clients, as a matter of fact, their maximum approval, and then you go lower to fit your own personal comfort zone. It's called personal finance because it's personal. So the approval ratio using our $10,000 that ratio says that that's your pre-tax take-home pay, and you can max up to 46% of that, which leaves you all of the rest after taxes to live on. That's up to you if you can make it work. So in this case, $10,000. $10,000 equals a $4,600 loan. Make sense? 46% on $10,000. Cool. Now, let's say you're taxed at 25%. 
that would mean that you're taxed at $25,000. So you've got $7,500. So you take the $7,500, you subtract your maximum 46% approval, $4,600. And now you have $2,900 left on. You're still approved for a home. And that's what you need to live on for the rest of the month. If that's more than enough for you or not even close for you, or if it's just right, Goldilocks, that's why personal finance is called personal. Are you getting confused? Good. That's because the entire point is that there is no simple formula and you must, must promise me to stick around. You must. After I continue to do the unspeakable and I give you the simple formula because I'm seeing everyone on social media give these formulas away and everyone on the internet trying to make these charts to show you what you can afford. So I'm going to give it to you right now. The simple formula, $120,000 a year, which is $10,000 a month using the 46% debt to income ratio. That means you can afford a payment of $4,600. Today, that would be a purchase price of $797,000. That's right. For $120,000, you can afford a $797,000 house and that's going to be based on these factors, 20% down with a 5.625 mortgage rate. Okay, I can hear you. Dude, there's no way I could pay $4,600 a month. Dude, that would make me totally house poor. Dude, I don't need a $797,000 home. Like seriously, good homes by me are going for only $250,000. And of course, I hear that other person out there. Um... I don't talk like that. I identify as female. Please stop calling me dude. Great. I hear you all. So here's how you use the formula. It's really complex. If $797,000 is not how much you need to buy a home. We're going to do this really complex math. It's called half. Half of $790,000 is 398500 So let's just say it's 800000 Half of 800,000 is 400,000. Half of a $4,600 payment is 2,300. Half of that salary, $120,000, is $60,000 a year. Got it? I can't believe I'm doing this. Seriously, pinch me. I'm doing this crap. I can't believe it. Okay, I'm going to keep going. $120,000 gets you an $800,000 home. $60,000 a year is a $400,000 home. Again, please remember all these stats and figures are based on the fact that you don't have extenuating circumstances and every single one of you out there has extenuating circumstances, so why are you continuing to listen to this? Okay, I'm glad you're still listening. Now, using this super generic formula, let's create a formula to figure out how much different salaries besides 120 or 60,000. How can we do that? Okay, well, remember, $120,000 gives us, we're going to call it an $800,000 purchase. So what we're going to do is we're going to divide the $800,000 purchase by 12. Now, why do we do that? Well, because we already know that $10,000 is what gets us to that $120,000 total. So if we divide $800,000 by 12, we can figure out how much you can afford for every $10,000 of your salary. Does that make sense? $120,000, $800,000 home, half of that $60,000 a year because $400,000 in home price. But how do we figure the rest out? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to figure out based on 
$120,000 salary equals an $800,000 home. So let's try to divide this into increments of $10,000. If $120,000 gets $800,000, so JT, I need to take that $120,000 and I need to figure out what 10,000 of that is. So what do I divide it by? I want to get the answer to be $10,000. $120,000 divided by what? The amount of months, which is 12 in a year. It, yes, because I made this easy for everybody. Right. It is 12, happens to be months, but it also happens to be what we call math, sure. where 120000 divided by 12 equals 10. So that's $10,000, right? So if $120,000 in salary equals $800,000 in house, we divided $100,000 by 12 and we got 10. So divide the 800,000 also by 12. Exactly. So we're going to divide $800,000 by 12 and you know what we get? The sign of the devil. 6666666. So <laughs> Well, if you're buying a house for $10,000, what we found out is that based on today's Information, if you don't have any uh, extenuating circumstances, by the way, you all have extenuating circumstances. It's just a formula. Do not take this formula for gospel, you dumbass. Okay, so $10,000 is a sign of the devil. So you can buy a $66,666 home. Okay, real simple. $20,000 in salary, double the devil. 66666 twice is $133,000, okay? Now let's do the same thing, $40,000 home. $40,000 would be the devil times four. Does that make sense? It does. We figured out the devil number is what $10,000 in salary buys. So for $40,000, based on today's rates, if you had zero debt, you could get approved for up to a $266,000 home. So for every $10,000 you make, you get a devil's number amount of house. Boom. For every $10,000 you make, you get a devil's number of house. I couldn't have said it better myself. Stop doing that. You stay on that side of the camera. Uh, continuing on, $60,000 is going to equal $400,000 worth of home, but that's half. We already did that. So see how it works. In the simple formula, you could take the devil amount for each $10,000 that you make, pre-tax gross a uh, gross income and that's how much home you can afford in this super simple formula to take it one step further uh what do you do if you don't want to put 20% down what do you do if you only put 5% down okay ready got a whole new formula for that for 5% down the interest rate is actually going to go up but it doesn't go up that much it only goes up from 5.625% to 5.75% and the PMI is only $96 a month. I know we were just talking about the devil, but look, PMI is not the devil either. It's only $96 a month. So that means it doesn't affect your payment that much. That means 20% down, $120,000 can buy you an $800,000 house. With 5% down, if you're absolutely perfect in every single way, Mary Poppins, $120,000 can buy you a $670,000 home. Okay, now let's do the math on that one to figure out what the $10,000 equals what. We'll take 670,000 divided by 12. That's 
$55,833. So again, let's just call it 56. So if you want to put 5% down for every $10,000 you make in your salary, you can afford $56,000 in house. So a $20,000 salary is 56,000 times two. That's $112,000 home. We'll keep going with that same formula. With 5% down, every $10,000 in salary gets you $56,000 in home. So $40,000 salary with 5% down, $225,000 home. $60,000 in salary with 5% down, $336,000 home. $80,000 in salary with 5% down, $450,000 home. And $100,000 salary with 5% down, including PMI in your monthly payment. That means you get approved for, you guessed it, a $560,000 home. See how that makes sense? Okay, there's your numbers. Swore I'd never give those out, but I did. So remember, these are estimates. In fact, they are perfect world estimates because there are a fabillion other factors. There is no simple formula. It's not how it works. Not even close. Think about things that you understand in your life. Driving cars, okay? Driving a Mercedes and driving some cheap beat up Honda is gonna be completely different salaries, completely different situations, and the monthly payments could be exactly the same because maybe he's got dope credit and you've got crap credit. And when it comes to people giving these formulas out, they can't even say, hey, get this great interest rate with good credit because credit score, even though it could be one factor, it's one of a buttload zillion factors that make up your individual approval amount. So again, that was a very simple, basic formula. Totally not even close to what you might actually be able to purchase based on the salary. And remember, you're going to stick around after this because you promised, remember, you promised that if I gave you the estimates that you'd wait to get the required part of the podcast. You promised. Don't break your promise to me. Don't you dare. Don't you break a promise to me and make me get all depressed and drink wine with my friends in their crappy college apartment and write cheesy love songs about how... I got my heart broken like I did about my high school girlfriend. Don't break your promises. Like 7.30 for that, or are we not doing that today? Shut up. You know, funny side note about that. This is true. Since I've been pelting you with math, uh, here's a little humor. So my son just recently played uh, Marius in Les Miserables at his high school, uh, and the role was double cast. Now, for those of you non-theater people, I'll put it to you another way. Double casting in theater is like platooning your quarterback, all right, playing a different quarterback every other quarter, same kind of thing. Well, guess who was double cast or platooning with my son? My freaking high school girlfriend's son. I am not even joking. Uh, for the record, she never broke any promises to me, although those songs I wrote were about her, but it wasn't because of the broken promises and her son was really cool too. So you be cool and don't you dare break your promise and continue to listen to this podcast post this disclaimer. Mandatory section comes up right after this. So the estimates that I just gave you, you might see other people giving you similar style estimates online. Much of what you see, I need to let you understand is that they're actually doing it to entice you, to suck you in rather than to really educate you. That's why I'm making you promise to stick around. It's bait and switch. It's capturing you to get a lead instead of giving you the full guidance that you need to navigate the process. But I also am down with the fact that there definitely are indeed some people out there trying to just make sure that you know that these numbers aren't as scary as you think they are. They're kind of doing like 
you know, a different version of you can do this. And you know, I'm down with that. Um, but they're just giving you the minimums. So they might have good intentions at heart, but I need to make sure that you understand what the full deal is, but know that I'm with you and that things are probably a lot more achievable than you think they are. In these estimates, you have zero debt and you are cool living on just that in the $120,000 example, uh, only 2,900 bucks a month. Uh, the money that you have remaining after taxes. And maxing out if you have zero debt, maybe you know what you're doing, so that's cool for you, but definitely understand there's absolutely no need for you to max out to the full 46% of what you bring home every month. And again, here's the part that you have to listen to. This is the required promised part, okay? I did that formula based on very specific interest rates for today, for the end of January, beginning of February in 2023. That could totally change in like the next hour. I'm not kidding. Interest rates change daily. Mortgage interest rates change all the time. This is the required part. Keep listening. I recommend that people take 12 months to work with a unicorn lender recommended by a unicorn realtor. So when things change, not if, when interest rates change, you can get updated goal numbers. So you're not just working on a formula that, that's outdated. You can be working with the actual current rates. If you were shopping in 2022, and I did this formula for you in March or April, uh, you were picking a purchase price based on a salary and you were working towards that purchase price based on that salary, and you were thinking you were gonna hit it, well, if you did all that work on your own, you came back to me a few months later, you might find out that your purchase price has gone down multiple tens of thousands of dollars because the interest rates crept up from 3% to 7%. And without a professional that you're checking in with, running your numbers and checking out everything that you're doing, you're never gonna be able to know that. And trust me, I love y'all but my ass is not doing a numbers pod like this every week. I'm matchmaking. You go out there and find the people. So don't just keep going ahead and doing this because you got numbers once. You think that you've got the full big picture, you're actually running blind. That's what the unicorn team is for. You wanna know what your target is? Cool. Well, first you gotta give the unicorn team your kajillion factors. And not just once, because all those factors are going to change over and over and over while you're planning. Your debt, your savings, your credit score, your salary, any bonuses or extra big chunks of money, or a quadrillion other things. Not to mention the fact that the loan programs could change all the time. Right now, a lot of people are using buy-down programs to lower their interest rates. There are seller incentives, there are government grants, there are marketing additions, potential credits, and even occasional federal government incentives and credits that could be given out to first-time home buyers. So there is a simple formula, sure, you can figure it out on your own, but it's gonna change tomorrow. And there could be one of those a billion factors that could actually mean that you have to change that number. So is there a simple formula for you? Well, not really. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how much home you can buy based on how much salary that you have right now means that if you're just sitting around waiting to figure that out, you could miss hundreds of options that maybe could help you buy sooner or easier or most importantly, cheaper. 
I know a lot of you have heard me say the biggest mistake that I have heard from my buyers over 17 years uh, from hundreds of different people and now from thousands of different buyers from all over the country for the past four years on the podcast. Number one thing that I always hear is, damn, Sedoni, now that we did all this, we ran all the numbers, we looked at all the options, we should have done this years ago. Man, we would have saved all that money in rent and not to mention it could have been a couple of years that we would have been in the property and we just lost that all the benefits of being a homeowner. Seriously, Hank, no joke. I hear that every single time. And if you need help remembering about this process and understanding that you can't listen to formulas, but that you need to be working with pros and have a plan going, that's the whole point of the podcast. Remember Sally from the last episode? Her story is incredible. That was such a great interview. There's such a giant lesson in there. If you haven't listened to the last episode, go listen to that episode uh, about fear. You can't use a one-size-fits-all basic formula and work towards that on your own and fully optimize all of your options. That's repetitive. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. In fact, you probably had tons more options than you knew about trying to do things on your own using that one-size-fits-all, and you probably could have done it sooner and probably would have done things better instead of trying to base everything on a, let's face it, basic generic formula. Remember Sally from the last episode in April, she had $5,000 saved. In October, they went under contract for a $348,000 home and only needed $23,000 out of their pocket for the closing costs and the down payment. And don't forget, they could have done it months sooner, but they got scared and backed off for a few weeks. She started planning in April, but unfortunately, she did let her limiting beliefs and the negative people around her scare her off. So she re-upped her lease in June. And when it was all said and done, she could have been approved and made the purchase as early as July. But she did get a little scared. But the only thing that was holding her back was fear. Fear with negative thoughts. Fear that was created by counting on the numbers that she had in her head from some lame-ass basic formula like the one I just gave you. But even with that fear that created that slowdown, that hiccup, she still ended up closing on a $348,000 home. And she ended up working through that fear in one of the roughest times ever to be a first-time homebuyer, when interest rates were going up every single day. She doesn't make a bazillion dollars. And she figured out how to buy this house with 5% down, got all in with only $23,000 from $5,000 saved in April to under contract by Halloween, myths had to be broken. She didn't need 20% down. She didn't need $50,000 for down payment and closing costs. She didn't need to think that her student loans were gonna be the reason why she couldn't get approved. All of that, plus she needed to give in her wazillion facts to that unicorn support team so that they could tell her what she could afford in April and then in May and then in June and to help her tweak it alter it, pump it up, pay stuff off, don't pay stuff off, and save. All that information is very important, and it can't be given to you in a one-size-fits-all formula. It can't be given to you in a TikTok or a quick little Instagram reel or a two-minute article that you read on the internet. So do yourself a favor. I tell you this out of complete love. Stop asking one question and then thinking, I'm gonna take that answer and do all the work on my own for the next six months. If you wanna do this right, Get deep into it right now. Team up with the Unicorn Support Team for months and months and months and months, well ahead of when you think you're ready to go. And then you can get the full formula and work the plan, your plan. 
there's only so much I can tell you. And <laughs> damn, I still tell you a lot. For four years going in tons of podcasts, hours and hours of content. And seriously, people reach out to me, send me uh, something from the website, either a text or an email or something. They give me one piece of information on the questionnaire. Uh, and here's what it usually is. It's like uh, Julie or Steve or whoever. Uh, they send me this question five times a day on my website. Uh, hi, David. I'm a teacher. I make $52,000. Should I buy this house in my neighborhood for $275,000? It's been on the market since Christmas, so I'm pretty sure there's something wrong with it. What do you think? Can I afford this? Um, how do I know? I can't know. Now, I'm not yelling at them. I'm yelling at the internet and the real estate industry and nobody explaining. You can't just ask a question like, hey, this shirt is from last year's collection and it's on sale. Uh, it's only $23. Do you think I should buy it? Well, that's easy. Yeah, go ahead. It'll look cute on you. You can't ask one question and think that you can get a little answer. I don't know your credit score. I don't know your debt. I don't know your savings. I don't know your lifestyle. I don't know your goals, your hopes, and your dreams, and your financial position. I don't even know how you like to spend your extra money. What if every month you take your extra money and you spend it on meth because you teach junior high and you cannot handle dealing with those emo kids? If I don't know that, there's no way I can advise you if you should buy a house. So let me be very, very clear with this. I want to help you guys do the right thing. I'm going to help you do this cheap. I want to help you do this smart. So one thing I can ask you guys is, I'm glad that you got that formula, but please stop looking for a formula online. Stop asking me for a formula so you can figure this out by yourself on your own. Stop trying to figure out what equation you need to put things in so you can just wait until you have that equation and start asking and doing the research and trying to figure out how to find a unicorn support team. People that can help you get the gajillion facts together. And then you ask your support team. And if you don't like the answers, don't quit the game. Now you've done the work to find someone that's going to give you a continual plan, not just one answer to one question. Ask the pros, I can't do it today. What do I do to be able to do this in a few months, in a few years? Ask the pros to help you find out exactly where you are today and what you need to do to plan to win for tomorrow. You can do this.